This is Tiger Cats post game on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. Tiger Cats post game and a big fat W for the black and gold. They beat Toronto 34 27. Rick Samprin with Andy Fantuz. Wow, what a game! What a what a game, and what an impressive play by all three phases of the game. That's what Coach O talks about, complimentary football. Yeah. They were able to overcome those, that the large amount of penalties they took, the undisciplined play they took, but the, the play on the field, the, the, game, the game plan, the execution, uh, other than the penalties, was excellent throughout. Well, you mentioned penalties, and I think both teams really did not do themselves um, any justice in terms of helping helping themselves. Hamilton had 14 penalties for 116 yards. Toronto 11 for 132. I think the story of this game, though, is that third quarter and the fourth quarter, because the, the third, nothing really happened. Each team had a field goal. Fourth quarter, Ticats dominated. They outscored Toronto 20-6. to six. Finally, a second-half resurgence in production from this team. Yeah, you haven't seen that all season long. And, and to, to go 20-6 20, 20 to six in the second half, 17-3 to three in the fourth quarter, uh, it is, it's really a positive when you're looking at the future of this, uh, of this season with this team. And um, I, I just, like, I, I agree with Luke. It just felt different this game. Yeah. It just was a, a whole different vibe. And, uh, and but, but I liked what I saw. I liked, I liked the energy and the sense of urgency and just... Uh, everybody making plays. Uh, I, I really enjoyed watching this game. It was a great, a great match and a, and a great team win. Still to come on Tiger Cats post game. We're going to head down to the Tiger Cats locker room in a few minutes and chat with Coach Orlando Steinauer, a player as well. We'll have our performer of the game. Let's keep recap your Car Star three keys of the game, and we'll start with the first one: balanced offense. Yeah, and balanced offense is a big check for me. They had, they had a. a uh, a lot of rushing yards. Let me see here. <laughs> Huge amount of rushing yards. Yeah. So they went out and they had 149 rushing yards, 180 passing yards. And these are these are with different people running the ball. They had f five receivers with multiple targets, which is what they're looking to see. Yep. They started the game with some, you know, some some lateral movement, short passes uh, on the first play with a scrape, a flat to the to the short side, and then a long throw to the sideline on the second side. And that just continued throughout the game. They brought in Jamie Newman uh, for. Uh, multiple multiple rushes for 57 rushes for 55 yards uh, some huge chunk plays because uh, Matthew Schultz went down so they had to come in and, and uh, deal with some adversity and they did a fantastic job of of just keeping to mix it up and keeping that defense guessing uh, sprinkling some Don Jackson in there getting getting the youngster Keandre Smith a lot of love uh, like I think that guy is just having a, a heck of a, a year whenever he gets called upon so I want to see some more of him uh, just just I, uh, definitely a check mark for balanced offense. Absolutely. They had uh, five different ball carriers, five different receivers. Schultz didn't play the third quarter. Uh, Newman didn't do any damage in terms of the statistical category, but didn't make mistakes. So, yeah, big check mark there. Stopped the run, and they got a little bit of help because Andrew Harris went down early in this game. But even when he was on the field, he wasn't really that effective. 
No, they did a good job of bottling him up. He he did have one big chunk yard of uh, a 12-yard carry, uh, but then his other two carries were a total of seven yards, uh, which for him is, is on the low end. And um, throughout the game, there were 16 rush attempts for only 69 yards. So that's another big check mark. Making this team throw the ball, they had 37 pass attempts. And uh, like we talked about, you, we like our chances with this Hamilton secondary and linebacker crew against any receiving core in this league. So you stop the run, make sure they don't get any easy first downs and, uh, and, and, and take your chances in the air. And they did a great job of that and were able to come up with some big plays when it mattered. The last of your three car star, three keys to the game was win the turnover battle again. Ticats didn't. In fact, Toronto only won it. They scored seven points off their one turnover. How did the Ticats, you know, recap and, and come back from this kind of adversity? <laughs> yeah, they just guess Because that was an early INT, and it was like, okay, here we go again. I know. and But the Ticats did have that one pick uh, that, got, that got overturned from a challenge. Uh, you know, questionable at best, but regardless, it's, it is what it is. So, you know... There wasn't that many opportunities. I don't think McLeod Bethel-Thompson really took too many chances uh, in tight coverage. So I, I didn't see a lot of missed opportunities necessarily for the Ticats. Um, so, you, you know, you, you, can't, you can't pull something out of, you know, thin air. So um, that one pick was the one interception for the Ticats was, was a like you said, seven points at a, at a bad time in the game, right when there was some momentum going, but they were able to hold on to the football for the rest of the game and, uh, and you know, you know, you include some spark plays from the special teams. Uh, overall, it's okay, but they didn't win the turnover battle, so it's, it's, uh, it's not a check mark on you that one. You mentioned special teams. It's early in the fourth quarter, two and a half minutes in. Toronto's up 24-17. Lawrence Woods with an electrifying 87-yard punt return for a touchdown, but hold the fort, a holding penalty on Micah Johnson, in which he really didn't have to do what he did. Yeah, another another strange call. Like he, I guess he was holding him a bit, but he kind of got pushed from behind, yeah. and, and all three players sort of fell. It was one of those one of those strange plays that it, it, another 50-50 call, if you want to if you want to call it that, going against the Tie Cats. So certainly uh, not in their favor tonight. Uh, Montreal did have a lot of penalties, but so regardless, lots of lots of infractions in the game. Um, but even without that 85-yarder. Lawrence Woods, I mean, he had six punt returns for 153 yards. Yeah, pretty special. And when it mattered the most, just some spark runs, just some kind of sneaking sneaking through some some tackles and creating creating good field position when it mattered the most. So a 25 and a half yard punt average, a 23 yard kickoff average. What a game for Lawrence Woods. And and really in that whole special teams unit to bounce back from last week, uh, the couple mistakes they made most importantly that block punt for a touchdown uh, and then and then a, and then a few mental errors but to come back and really dominate on the coverage team on the, the return team uh, field goal field goal team it was uh, it was outstanding to see from that group just a reminder if you have a question for CFL commissioner Randy Ambrosi send us an email game day at ticats.ca and we could ask it when Bubba O'Neill on the CFL this week interviews the commission on the Ticats audio network Rick Samperd in for Bubba O'Neill pleased to be joined by Luke Tasker joining us here in our broadcast location on the fourth floor of Tim Hortons Field that was uh, quite the game yeah Play playoff type atmosphere uh you're right back and forth Big plays made right down to the end, right through the fourth quarter, and 
also, you know, the energy and the, uh, you know, the uh, you know, both teams were their engines were revving. The temper tempers were were high, and uh, we saw a lot. I mean, it was just a fun game to watch, you know. And it was just very different for the Ticats. They Ticats have been plagued by really great production for a series, and then a long stretch of these games where it's been quiet and no no rhythm to be found and ups and downs with the injuries of course uh but but really solid team effort all around like it took all three phases to make that happen and i was particularly impressed with the offense and the special teams in the fourth quarter and the the impact that they have the ability to make that long field goal the ability to score a touchdown on the ground great to see when you look at matt schultz's final stats 14 of 19 176 passing yards one td one interception the big 60 yard td how would you rate his performance? He, he wasn't asked to do a lot, and he made the one big mistake, but overall, how would you grade that performance? You know, I graded him out pretty good, and of course he played three quarters of the game too, yeah. right? So he had we had he had kind of a strange ghost uh, injury there and was, and was off the field for the third quarter. Um, I think he did as good as, as you'd expect him to do or as good as you'd want him to do. I mean, I think he, he led the team great. He, he showed poise, and that mistake early on, and it's a little bit strange, right? That's a str- it's not your classic pick six, right? It's, you know, that, that, uh, that quick interception, uh, you know, from, from, uh, from a, a box player. Uh, but no less a mistake from the quarterback. But to just bounce back and, and keep a cool head after that and not let that mistake compound itself into more mistakes – I, I thought he stood in the pocket a few times and threw in that intermediate range. We saw a curl and a comeback to Stephen Dunbar on two occasions that I just thought were really well-thrown balls. I think you can – I'm think i going to say that Matt Schultz played a pretty good football game. I agree completely. He, he even made some nice throws to the wide side of the field that were – you could look at them as dangerous throws, uh, but just on point. He had a couple drops even in this game, so 14 and 19 could yeah. have been 16 and 19. Or, or even better, uh, and like you said, that one interception was just a heck of a play by the defense alignment to tip it and pick it because it looked like the, the receiver had lots of space and it was the right decision and all that. It was just amazing uh, individual effort. So I, I, think he, I think he played excellent tonight. In terms of the defense, you know, they give up 27 points, which, you know, you try to give a lot less than that. I thought they played electric, though. Like, they were all over the place, active, got to McLeod, Bethel Thompson. I think full marks for the defense tonight. Uh, I well, agree. Uh, and, you, and some of those points go to the go to that, to that the Toronto defense, got the, got the touchdown as well. But, I mean, I thought there was huge plays all around. Some really great receptions by the Argonaut uh, receiving core, too. Daniels uh, had a great game tonight with McLeod, Bethel Thompson. But... I think you're seeing an aggressive, aggressive Ticat defense as the season progresses. Mark Washington was dialing up blitzes, tight coverage. I thought you saw your pass breakups tonight and, and what could have been a Seontae Evans interception, which yep. I think was a, I think was somewhat questionable as far as the pass interference call goes. But And you got your, your big guys, Micah Johnson, Simone Lawrence, and, and they, they, were, they were adding pressure and making plays. Yeah, those are the two, those are the two on my list that really stood out. Uh, in a refreshing way. Michael Johnson, those two massive sacks at clutch times. Yeah. And Simone just seemed to be flying out of, out of nowhere, knifing for those tackles when it was, you know, second and, and medium to long. And it was at that, that range where about three more yards to gain and, and it looked like the, the, the ball carrier was going to get it and Simone would come out of nowhere and make a, make a tremendous tackle. So uh, great games there. He seemed like he went out but came back and, so hopefully he's all right. And, uh, yeah, Simone and Matt Schultz 
off the field for an injury and back on to, and and back on and performing at a high level. I mean, just gutsy finishes there. Yeah, you got to give you got to give them credit too. They, I know the the Argonauts tried to feed the ball to Brandon Banks, eight attempts to him, uh, but only two catches. So the Ticats did a great job bottling him up, and 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 you know Jagarrett Davis as well, only one tackle. So the the you know the homecoming for those guys a little bit spoiled. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go downstairs to the Ticats locker room. Exclusive access to the coaching room. Time to check in with Coach O. Presented by Access Storage. Coach Orlando Steinauer, you're a winner once again here in the Canadian Football League and a big win at that, 34-27 over Toronto. Just your synopsis on what you saw tonight. Uh, just so, so super proud of our ball club. We found a way to win. Uh, again, we're hitting with big doses of adversity um, in all three phases, and all they did, and along with the coaches, was find a way. Coach, at the end of the first half, emotions must have been running really high with uh, a number of calls kind of could have went either way going against uh, the Ticats in a row. What was the message in the locker room and, and to keep the keep those those emotions from affecting you in the second half? Controllable factors. Controllable factors was the message. And I just let them know we keep putting things into the referee's hands. They're only going to be right 50% of the time. So let's control what we can control and just play ball. Let's not... Let's not uh, win arguments let's not worry about the last play let's worry about the next play and just play that's what i told them is that the furthest you've ever thrown a challenge flag <laughs> i don't know i don't know but uh i, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> coach could this be a win that vaults you into a, a different kind of team in terms of wins and losses it's it's been a struggle in this first half but a, a, a win like this against this opponent could it be that launching pad that you're you're hoping to see? We'll see. I don't have a crystal ball. Um, we're taking it one game at a time, and uh, that's just that's just the outlook. I mean, yeah, you would think you would like to think that the last win was the springboard, right? But all we're trying to focus on, I uh, want everybody to enjoy this and be happy. But the key word here is not satisfied. So uh, after this, we're just uh, looking for uh, the next win. Coach Luke here, and you and I have talked about second halves for the last uh, 11 weeks of the CFL season. Talk to me about this fourth quarter, this second half, and, and what your team, how your team performed at such a high level. Well, we just found a way, and that was that was it, Luke. I know that's a general statement, but you know we had some key stops. Uh, we got to the quarterback. We may not have sacked him, but we did pressure him, and the offense got some key first downs. Um, and also move the ball there late uh, to get a field goal. So, um, you know, those things just kind of happen naturally. When remember we talked uh, on the show earlier uh, about three phases of how that's how that's how you finish. It's not just one phase. It's not the defense. It's it's uh, all three phases. So, I'm um, just proud of them. Coach, you must be you must be happy with the response of, in the special teams unit. Uh, you had a better average in both punt returns and kick returns, but particularly your your punt coverage team and your punt return team um, just really giving you an edge every single time that unit went on the field tonight uh, versus last week uh, obviously coming up short in a couple big big um, big time moments in the game. Yeah, they they definitely helped us with field position. And, you know, field position and momentum usually equal points. 
And, you know, we had the, the one blow on the, on the punt return there, but I thought that our response um, mentally, not just physically, but mentally, which is stuff that nobody, you know, wouldn't see, right? They're just going to see the tangible things. But I just thought our response was fantastic. Uh, we need to play cleaner. Um, definitely disappointed uh, in the penalties, but I'm not going to complain about winning. Yeah, we don't want to get you fined either. Um, this was a playoff atmosphere. How big were the fans tonight? Because I thought they brought it. They did bring it. They did bring it, and credit to them. You know, you know, Ticat Nation was awesome, and they stood up at the right times. And they also um, eased up when we weren't playing our, our best ball, right? We didn't hear boos. We didn't hear negative comments. Uh, and they could have turned, but I thought that they stayed with us the whole night. Coach, appreciate the time. Congratulations on the win. We'll talk to you next week. Awesome. Thank you. That's head coach Orlando Steinauer. That's exclusive access to the coaching room brought to you by Access Storage. Joining us on the Tiger Cats postgame, Courtney Steven has made an appearance. How are you, number 22? I'm living large. I feel great. <laughs> you know, when the team goes out and puts out a performance like that and they don't leave it to the dying seconds for you to wonder if they're going to pull it out, that's all you can ask for. How big was this second half, guys? Because all season long it's been, what's going on here? Yeah, wasn't it wasn't it different when it was tied there in the fourth in the fourth quarter? It's it wasn't the we had the lead, you could feel the momentum yeah. changing, they're crawling back. It's like you're they're the, now you're on the other side, kind of mm -hmm. crawling back, getting getting the momentum, getting the tie, and then and then getting a big stop, another another nice return, good field position, some. You know, how much how much different was this feeling in the second half than other games? Well, I think one of the main things that sticks out to me is that the big play was in favor of the Ticats tonight. And all season long, I don't know if we could say that there was another game where there was multiple explosives for the Ticats. Special teams had some returns that set them up. Um, there was a lot of penalties that actually changed the field position on both sides. But then the deep ball. I thought we saw the deep ball in action for the Ticats, and that was exciting. That's what the fans love to see. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, I think that's what really cracked this game open. And Andy, get the, the long run for the touchdown there uh, for Sean Thomas Erlington, which followed up, you know, the long run by Jamie Newman uh, moving down the field. You're right, Courtney, just all kinds of big plays, uh, you know, in the Ticats' um, advantage. And, yeah, the, that fourth quarter, that second half, the whole thing w was sort of a fresh, a fresh start for the Tie Cats, and uh, you know, right at the midpoint of the season. Let's go around the horn here. We'll start with Andy. In terms, you know, Coach said they found a way to win. Uh, this was a big game, rivalry game, coming off a loss in which they thought they had a W. When you find a way to win the way they did, is that a uh, you know a rocket on your back to say, all right? We we're on the right path here. <laughs> it, uh, you would think yes. Well, let me simplify. I, I it, automatically but. say yes, and uh, unless I just listened to Coach O's answer, and he said <laughs> I would have thought that last time. Last time yeah, he won, but yeah. you, you know, you're looking down on the sideline, and you can see the players, the energy uh, throughout the game, both players that are dressed and players who weren't dressed, really into the game, really engaged, really invested emotionally, and that's what you love to see. That's like the the sign of of this team is coming together as a family. They really care about each other. They really care about what's going on. And uh, in, in shows on the field. So I think that a win like this is a spring, kind of like a springboard to to future success. And, uh, and they, you know, they control it because they have Montreal and then Argos twice in a row. And that really can define so many things in this season. 
Courtney, this is going to be a huge confidence boost for this team. Absolutely, and especially putting Matt Schiltz in there, him throwing for over 70%. And I don't think it's always about the gaudy numbers of you know, 400, 500 yards and six touchdowns, but it's about winning the game. And when you touch the ball on every play, no one else has a bigger impact other than the quarterback. So for him, it's a hats off to being prepared and putting the team in a position to, to capitalize. And they definitely did that. They capitalized. So Luke, if you're the head coach of this team, is Schiltz your starter for next game if Dane Evans is healthy? Boy, that is a tough question. Yeah. And uh, we'll see. And also, now you have the, the question of is Matt Schiltz healthy too? So Because exactly. we don't exactly know what happened in the third quarter there. But I certainly think Schiltz has to stay an important part of the offense. If Dane is, comes back healthy, that's great. He's a great player. But uh, let Matt Schiltz uh, continue to have an impact as well. And I'll say, you know, for this this game and sort of uh, being a, a springboard into the rest of the season, it's that age-old, uh, is it the chicken or the egg with success and confidence? Yeah. And who knows which comes first, but if once one starts to happen, they snowball affect each other. And with this success that they had tonight, certainly and specifically in areas of the game where they've lagged, you know, in, the, in, in weeks past, that builds and it become and you gain confidence and it becomes easier to have those same successes repeated. It becomes easier to come back from behind or to come back from your own mistakes when you've already done that uh, uh, successfully to a win. So, yeah, this this, uh, this kind of a game makes a big difference moving forward. And the opposite is true too. When things are not going right, it seems like okay, how do we get in front of this thing? Oh yeah, right? oh yeah, it can start slipping away, and you know you uh, you can. I think that I think that people tend to think this is just maybe you know not a not a real part of sports. But I think that the three of us up here would agree that you you on a team you can learn how to lose and it can become a habit the same way that winning is. So that starts to snowball in one direction or another. And this team has done a great job of battling back after these games that haven't gone their way to get one like tonight that uh, potentially starts pushing that that snowball in a different direction. Special teams doesn't get enough love on a football team but tonight the Ticat special team was exceptional and Seth Small four for four wow I mean when, when's the last time we <laughs> nine talked straight to, nine when, straight yeah. when's the last time we talked about the the Ticats kicker in in the brightest of lights yeah. right so it's great to see that that corner being turned and you hope it continues I, I was loving the cover team t tonight. They, you'd have one guy flying in trying to trying to take the big hit, but if if they missed, uh, the, the the returner had to slow down enough for the next guy in just to make uh, almost as big of a hit. And you just saw that time and time again, just completely smothering. And uh, and then we already kind of discussed Lawrence Woods and his returns. And of course, it's not just him. You got to give a lot of credit to everybody blocking to him. So a complete complete win to the Craig Butler's unit uh, and I liked what coach said about it that, like the mental response it wasn't just the physical play but the mental response from last week um, very impressive yeah absolutely the coverage units did a phenomenal job on Speedy B back there uh, returning um, we saw a net 53 yard punt from Damagala we Ticats have been in last place for their net punt and that was there was a couple good examples of them turning that around a little bit um, and just Lawrence Woods just had had a huge impact on tonight's game, and just such a great such a great thing to see. And this was a tr this was one of the best examples we've seen of complementary football. All three phases helping each other. Should we hit the performer of the game then? At that you want to do it? Yeah, let's do it. If you're ready, performer of the game presented by Hercules Tire. Ride on our strength. Who do you got? Well. 
big, you know, big surprise, Lawrence Woods. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's three kickoffs, 69 yards, so a 23-yard average, but really it was the punt returns. It was six punt returns, 153 yards, 25-and-a-half-yard average, and that's not even in, that's not even including the 80, 85-yarder that, right. got, that yeah. got called back. So just, Amazing. just every time he touched the ball, electric. All right, let's go down to the Ticats locker room. We have exclusive post-game interview presented by Access Storage with Ticats quarterback Matthew Schiltz. Matt, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great, guys. How are you doing? Not too bad. Hey, a win is a win is a win. You guys performed exceptionally well tonight. How does it feel? Oh, it feels amazing. I'm just so proud of the way the guys fought. And, uh, you know, we finished in the second half there. It's something that we put a big emphasis on the last couple weeks and uh, just really proud of the way we all fought. Matt, you uh, you kind of went out there in the third quarter. Are you feeling all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling good. Uh, just got a little banged up there, and, uh, you know, the trainer just had to take a look, but uh, I was able to get back out there. Matt, just, you know, you're coming in, you're taking over as the, as the starter here uh, this week, and I thought there were some times that you just showed some real veteran poise in the pocket. Can you speak to your, you know, budding relationship with a very young receiving core? Yeah, I mean, I thought the receivers made a heck of a lot of plays, and um, the O-line was, was providing enough time to kind of go through the reads, and, and the back stepped up, too, in protection. So it really was a team effort. Um, you know, when the receivers are making plays like that in traffic, it, it definitely helps as a quarterback. So um, it, it was a true team effort tonight. And, again, just, just so proud of the way the guys fought. And we talk about the receivers, but it was the running backs, it was the O-line, mm -hmm. special teams full team win here how, how does that support you in coming into this game with your first start of the season oh it's huge you know going into it you know i just really wanted to protect the football and you know unfortunately early on the defensive end made a great play and um was able to get a get an interception there but i was just proud of the way the guys fought back and, and didn't let that play kind of define our night you know we, we were able to bounce back string uh, string some drives together and um you know end up on top and that's the biggest thing Matt, this was one of those games where you managed to figure out the fourth quarter, one of the big plays in that quarter, that 60-yard bomb to Tim White. Did that develop early for you? Did you see that early on in the play? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Um, you know, we, we were we called a play to, to kind of take advantage of a, of a defense that we were hoping to get in that situation, and, um, you know, we got it, and uh, just got to give the receiver a chance in that play. You know, Tim's a great playmaker, and, um, he was able to, to go up and get it and, and score, which is a, a huge momentum shift for us. So uh, Tim was Tim was amazing in that. Matt, sp speaking of momentum, at the end of the first half, there were a number of plays that kind of went against the Ticats and, and a lot of motions flaring going into mm -hmm. halftime. But able to yeah. come out in the second half with a completely different look than we've seen so mm -hmm. far this season. Did it, did it feel like a different game on the sideline as a player? Did it feel like the just the energy in the game was different a little bit and uh you know i i think that is a little bit with the rivalry too you know it was just a it's a big game it's a divisional game at home um you know especially for for those two points in, in, in the division and then on top of it, you're playing playing the argos so um yeah there was a lot of energy on that game and i'm sure everyone could tell but um i'm glad the way i'm glad we kept our composure throughout throughout everything going on whether it was penalties or um, you know, some calls that went our way and some cars, calls that didn't go our way. And that's what's going to happen in the game. So you just can't let those little things kind of define, you know, your mentality as, as you move on towards the fourth quarter and, and you need to finish the game. So I'm just so proud. I, I keep on going back to it, but just proud of the way the guys fought. Matt, you came in tonight and took over the starting position. Dane is uh, banged up. 
couldn't couldn't suit up. And then, of course, you deal with some adversity, and Jamie Newman comes in and, and oh gosh, does yeah. a good job. Can just bring us into your guys' quarterback room. What's your yeah, guys' uh, energy and what's your uh, mentality? Oh my gosh! It, I mean, you hit it on the head. I, I told Jamie after the game how proud I was of him. Um, you know, I've been in that situation too before. You know, where the the starter goes down out of nowhere, and you got to go in. You got to be microwave. That's what we kind of talk about in the in the quarterback room with whoever's playing, and then whoever's whoever's in that backup role, you got to go in and play. You know, you don't got time to, to heat up. You got to be ready at any given snap. Uh, Jamie made some huge plays for us and, um, you know, and, and made that huge run there towards the end of the game to, to put us in a situation to, to punch it in. So I, I'm so proud of the way Jamie played and, and stayed ready to go. He's, he's a he's a great kid and has a bright future in this league. The microwave, I love it. No yeah. need no, for no crop defrost pops. button tonight. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you just hit that button on the microwave and popcorn's ready. So. That's right. <laughs> Matt, appreciate <laughs> so the time. About. Congratulations and uh, enjoy the week. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, Ticats quarterback Matt Schiltz after a 34-27 victory over the arch-rival Toronto Argonauts. Final thoughts, Andy, to you. Uh, balanced offense. We talked about it. We saw it. I love it. Uh, just got to clean up the turnovers, yeah. but, and the but I love the, the, the spreading the love around, or spreading the ball around, get everyone involved. Hey, you could say balanced defense, balanced special teams, but we talked about balanced offense and we saw it. Uh, great to see. Big second half for the Tiger Cats. They came out on top, 34-27. Big thanks to Andy Fantuz, Courtney Steven, Luke Tasker, and thank you for listening to Tiger Cats postgame. Bubba O'Neill and the gang will be back next Saturday afternoon at 3 when the Tiger Cats head to Montreal to face the Alouettes with Tiger Cats pregame presented by Journey Rewards on the Tiger Cats Audio Network.